0: Hey, good morning, Avenue Church. We are so glad that you're with us online today. We are still in our in-person service at 6050 South Buffalo Drive at 10 a.m. And so here we are. So make sure you comment, tell us where you're watching from. Man, we are so glad you're with us today. Now, uh, if you are brand new with us for the very first time, why don't you go ahead, text me at 702-727-8280 or just put in the comments right now, hey, I'm new. What's going on? If you want to be in Canedo, that's fine with me too as well. Now, tomorrow we are starting. We've made this announcement a few times. A 21 days of prayer and fasting together as a church. And can I just say, we need to pray and we need to fast for 21 days. And so I double-dog dare you, all right? I challenge you to pray and to fast. And so this last weekend, uh, if you haven't heard the message, grab it on YouTube or Facebook but I introduced a new word for our church for the year, and this is our new word. It looks like dinatos, but it's pronounced dunatos, dunatos, all right? This is not a vacuum you get on on uh, eBay, all right? But it's dunatos, and uh, if you're brand new with us, watching for the very first time, we don't normally use... Greek words, all right? I had to send some stickers out to the print shop because today we're putting stickers on prayer journals for our church to take home. So if you want one, go ahead and come uh, to our headquarters or at Avenue on Sunday and get a prayer journal. But even with the print shop, I was like, that's a Greek word, okay? I mean, it's it's nothing weird. But this is what dunatos means. Strong, possible, powerful, able, and mighty. We are through Jesus Christ. And you know just 2020, now 2021, we just sense a broken spirit over our city, over our nation, defeated spirit. Uh just division, anger. And so I really felt like God directed me to the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was just serving the king, and uh, and, he, and, and he was a cupbearer, and his brother came, and I'm going to recap real quick, all right? His brother came and said, did you hear about our hometown, our home city? Did you hear about Judah, Jerusalem? And so Nehemiah, he burdened God's people to rebuild the city, to rebuild the wall. They had extreme opposition, they had swords in one hand, and in another hand, they had a shovel. And I feel like this is how we're going to start 2021. This is what it says in the book of Nehemiah. When our enemies heard that it was known to us that God had frustrated their plan, we all returned to the wall, each to his work. I love this right here. And then it says, from that day on, half my servants worked in construction. And the other half held spears, shields, bows, and coats of mail, which is armor. And the leader stood behind the whole house of Judah who were building on the wall. So last week we realized that they had tools in one hand, but they also had a weapon in the other hand. They were rebuilding the wall, but they were standing guard. They were fixing things, but they were also on guard. Now in regards to what's going on in our nation, man, we got to make sure we use the right tools. In my mind, you don't use this with people. But what we do is we rebuild we rebuild unity. Man, We rebuild hope again. Re-rebuild the local church. This is how you fight. And this is what it says in Timothy. But as for you, O oh man of God, flee these things. Talk about money and all kinds of different things. But pursue righteousness godliness. What we've seen this week was not godly. Let's pursue faith and love and steadfastness and gentleness. This is how we fight. We fight the good fight of faith. We fight the good fight of faith. I even spoke to someone who texted me this morning, and he said, it feels like God is no longer here. What is he doing? He's fighting the fight of of faith. Listen to me, we gotta rebuild our relationship with Jesus, but we're gonna have to fight the good fight of faith. We gotta say, God, where are you? I'll come the, the, the attacks are gonna come, and we're gonna say, God, I'm gonna fight the good fight of faith in Jesus. So here's what we fight against: we fight against sin. We fight against division. The Bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. And against darkness. And so I want to make this crystal clear today. We don't fight people. We fight sin. We rebuild the church. We rebuild our faith. And man, I'm going to build people. up. So I'm going to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, God, I just ask you for healing. I ask you for healing over our nation. Father, I ask you healing over our hearts. the Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus in the midst of chaos, in the midst of pain, Father, I pray that you begin to shine brighter than never before. That, Father, I pray that we begin to reach across, we begin to, to bear one another's burdens in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, in, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray you begin to heal our land, you begin to do something powerful in our country, in our cities, in our local church, for your praise and your glory, and everybody said, amen. Now I want to go into our main scripture for today. It's Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 11 through 16. And I'm going to recap a little bit, but this is what Nehemiah did. Nehemiah said, so I went to Jerusalem where the wall was torn down and burned, and I was there for three days. Then I arose in the night, and a few men were with me. And I told no one what my God had put in my heart to do, for the city. I went out by night by the valley gate to the dragon spring. These are all names of portions of the wall. And to the dung gate, all right, where you live? I live by uh, dung gate on, on, on to the left. All right. And I inspected the walls of Jerusalem. I inspected the walls of Jerusalem that were broken down and its gates that had been destroyed by fire. Then I went to the fountain gate to the king's pool, but there was no room for the animal that was under me to pass. He couldn't even get through the wall. It was so destroyed. Then I went up by night to the valley, and I inspected the wall, and I turned back and entered by the valley gate, and so I returned. Then the officials did not know where I had gone or where I was doing, for I had not told the Jews, the priests, and the officials, and the rest who were to do the work, you know, uh, if you've known me for any period of time, I'm not really good at fixing stuff. All right. That's why we got wonderful people in our church that fix things. Uh Vassal can fix things. You know, uh Chris can fix things in our church. Steve Rose, you can fix things. And I don't really fix things, and I don't fix things well when I try to fix things. And the reason why, because I don't inspect what I think is wrong. I just I just I just assume It is wrong. And what happens, if I'm trying to fix something, I'll go to the hardware store, get the part, and go, this is what's wrong. How do you know? I just know. You know what I mean? Like God told me. And I come home, and I replace the part, and the thing still doesn't work. I got to keep trying and trying again. One time, my truck engine light came up. And so I took it to the uh, to the uh, mechanics shop, and I said, my check engine light's on. You know, I, I, I don't know if I need a new engine, you know, like the transmission's totally out. And so they hooked up the machine to it, and all of a sudden they said, the gas light's on because your gas cap isn't on tight enough. And so I was like, really? So he walked over there and just put on the gas cap, and that was it. Can you imagine what it would be like if they'd never inspected, if they never checked why the check? Engine light was on. I love what Nehemiah does. He said, I went out by night and I inspected the walls. He checked it out. He wanted to see what was wrong, what was broken down, how much would it take to rebuild. And somebody needs to hear this today. In order to rebuild, we must inspect. In order to rebuild, we must inspect. Otherwise, you rebuild the wrong thing. Have you ever wasted time fixing the wrong thing like I did? And many times we try to do this because we want the quick fix. We'll say, Pastor, I need to fix my marriage, so can you fix my spouse? All right, no, I need you to fix you. You might say, Pastor, I need to fix my employees, all right? I'm a boss, I'm a CEO, I'm a manager. My employees are not performing with passion. I'm not getting the results I need. No, you need to fix you. Everything rises and falls. On leadership. You might say, Pastor, I need you to fix my kids. Yes, you need to fix your kids, all right? But I want to challenge you. Your children, they're inspecting and reflecting what you do. We have to inspect before we rebuild. Psalms 139, search me, inspect me, oh God, know my heart you know so many times as as uh, you know uh, the local church we might say you know what if you need jesus you want to accept him as lord your heart pray this prayer and then here's the things you need to stop doing i believe in heart transformation before behavioral modification so we say god know my heart try me and know my thoughts and see if there's any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting i want you to rebuild And I want you to inspect. But many times, these are two lines. And if you've got a pen and paper, wherever you're at, or even in the comments, if you feel like sharing today, I want you to put, God, I want you to rebuild my marriage. But then you need to say, but inspect my relationship with Jesus. God, I need you to rebuild my my household or rebuild something. But God, please inspect my heart. God, I want you to 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 rebuild my relationships, man. People all around me. I mean, what is going on here? I need you to inspect your intake, rebuild, and I want you to inspect. But here's what we need to do: if we do this ourselves, we're gonna fail because they're gonna be like, "Oh, pastor, I know why." But we need to allow the Holy Spirit to inspect our lives. You see, inspections are intentional. See, before you purchase a house, I remember we uh, purchased our current home that we're in. We hired a home inspector, and uh, he went to the house. He had to check it all out. I mean, he checked. I mean, it took him like four hours. I, our house ain't that big, okay? It took him like four hours. He came back and said, this is like the perfect house. It is. It, it, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, he was wrong, but I want you to allow God to inspect your heart. Maybe at the beginning of a 21-day fast, you say, you know what? God, rebuild this, but leave this blank. And for 21 days, write in all the different things that you want God to inspect. But I want you to hear this out. Prayer and fasting helps me to inspect. Man, God, what's man? what's beating me down? Man, what's taking away my faith? Man, what's changing me from the inside out? God, what's my focus on? God help me to inspect Because when I fast, I'm allowing God to inspect Because sometimes without fasting, without removing and taking it away, we're just distracted. Man, we're just on autopilot. Man, we're just zombies just intaking anything that comes our way. And so I want to ask you, what will? You fast for 21 days. You know, because in the past, uh, I fasted social media. Uh, After 21 days of social media, I began to realize on day one or two, I was reaching for my phone, I realized that, I mean, any, any given moment, I mean, I'd be at the doctor's office, where's my, where's my, where's my phone, you know, like, where's social media at? You know, I, 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 you know I'd, be, I'd be, I'd be, I'm going to get real with you, I'd be writing a message, and in the middle of it, get real good, I'm fired up, all of a sudden I go, where's, where's, where's social media? I begin to realize social media was slowly discouraging me. I was comparing, or I was g- receiving bad information. Many times I'll fast sugar. Uh, uh, you know, and I begin to realize after day, like after hour one, all right, I begin to realize my body dependent on sugar for comfort. Man, I had a bad day. Where's that cookie? You know, like uh, let's 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 go get ice cream, everybody. I begin to realize that I relied on sugar for comfort. Uh, uh, I fasted TV, and I begin to realize after 21 days, my mind was healthier. I had less worry. I had less fear. I had more. Time, some of you are going like, I have no time. Well, yeah, because you spend two hours on Netflix. So I'm going to ask you, what will you fast for 21 days? I double-dog dare you to pray and to fast. You know, 2020 was so depleting that I'm going to go all out, that when I fast, God inspects. So, God, I'm fasting not to get something from you, but I'm fasting to know you. And as I begin to know God, God inspects my heart, then I begin to find freedom. And, man, we need freedom. And I love this in Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 11. I went to Jerusalem, and I was there for three days. Then I arose in the night, and a few men with me, and I told no one what my God had put in my heart to do for me. Jerusalem, I love this. He didn't tell anybody. He said, I'm going to go inspect. All right, my God is with me. I'm going to go inspect what is wrong. But after you inspect, you need to reflect. You need to reflect. Because sometimes this is what's going to happen. You notice something's wrong, right? You you know there's an area in your life where you know something's wrong around you. You want to fix it right away. Fix it. Let's do this. Come on. Give me one or two counseling sessions, all right? I'm going to go to church for just a couple of weeks. I want this fixed, right? Like, like I'll wake up and inspect my body and go, your boy's getting a little heavy. I need to go to the gym now. But Psalms 119 says this, I will study your commandments and I will reflect on your ways. I will delight in your decrees and I will not forget your word. There's something powerful about reflecting. Because as we inspect, we need to reflect. God says, this is what's wrong in your life. And he does it, he does it with such grace and with such love. He says, here's an inspection. All right. And then you go, you know what? I need to reflect on what it says in God's word. Because it says in Psalms 11911, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin. Against you. Sometimes, church, you know what a 21-day fast does? It doesn't just inspect, but it deconstructs. And I gotta re- I gotta remove the old ways and the old habits. And I say, God, I need a new foundation in Christ Jesus. We need to inspect, but we need to reflect on God's word for 21 days. Yeah, I've heard many people say, Man, Pastor, I can't. I can't memorize scripture. Well, I just heard you sing a whole song from memory. Yeah, I mean? Like, pastor, I can't memorize scripture. Well, you just quoted the entire uh, series of The Office, all right? Like, it is in you. But how do we hide God's word? By memorizing scripture. By saying, you're 2021. I am doing a toast. But here's what happens when you start to rebuild. Is that the enemy begins to show up. And, you know, for me... Just before every tough season, God will give me a scripture. Usually, uh, I'm reading in my Bible, just in my Bible reading plan, and maybe I'll see something and go, I like that. You know, or maybe uh, he'll just speak to my heart, and I'll write it down. And I usually think nothing of it, and uh, I'll write it down. But then, the attacks come. And you know what I do in the middle of an attack? Begin to reflect on God's word. I begin to go, oh, that's why. I have to memorize that specific verse because it deals specifically with what I'm going through. God, I want to hide your word in my heart so I can guard my heart, but I want you to know that the right tools means the right scriptures. The right tools means the right scriptures. Man, let's inspect. Let's reflect so we can be dunitos, so we can be stronger. So that we know that God is possible and able so I could be mighty. And so Nehemiah chapter 2, I love this. But when the Samballot and the Tobiah and Geshman and the Arab heard of our plan, they scoffed contemptuously, all right? They scoff contemptuously, all right? We punch people for less. Come on. What are you doing? Are you rebelling against the king, they asked? And I replied, the God of heaven will help us succeed. You might think 21 days is crazy. It's long. I haven't fasted. I can't even fast lunch, all right? And I want to ask you this. Do you believe God will help you succeed? and saying, God, help me to expect these next 21 days so I can reflect on your word. And he loves us. We, his servants, will start rebuilding this wall, but you have no share, legal right, or historic claim in Jerusalem. But here's what's happening. They start to rebuild after the inspection, and the voices come. And the voices come. I believe there's many of you watching this uh, online broadcast today. and You've tried to change. You've tried to turn your life around, but the voice of the enemy, even the voice of those around you, are saying, what are you doing? What's, what's your deal, you think you're better than me? Or sometimes the enemy would say, I know who you are. You're not gonna fool the church or fool that pastor. They don't know your story. And I wanna challenge you this today. You can either reflect on the voice of the Holy Spirit, or you can reflect on the voice of the enemy. You even in scriptures, Jesus fasted. Jesus fasted in Matthew chapter four, and it says it in Mark as well as John. After fasting for forty days and forty nights, can we just think Jesus right there? They are only fasting for twenty-one. All right, last year we did ten. This year we are tunatos. All right, uh, uh, for forty days, forty nights, he was hungry. Once in seminary, I had my professor ask this question, why was he hungry? And all the other students in my class were saying, you know what, he's hungry for the, for the word of God. You know, he was hungry for his ministry because after this, he goes and, and starts his earthly ministry and all these questions. He was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh Jeremy. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I go, um, he was hungry because he fasted. For 40 days, like he was hungry, like he was, he wanted he want pizza, right? He wanted to eat, and he goes, Yes, that's the right answer. Come on, somebody. And the tempter came, who's Satan, and he said to him, If, if, so here's Jesus fasting, prepare for his ministry, and he says, If you're the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. This is the same way he tempted Adam and Eve. Did God really? Say, and he says there's stones of loaf of bread, but Jesus answered, it is written. It is written. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. When Jesus says it is written, he's talking about scripture. He's talking about scripture. His word, the word is hidden in his heart. Because John chapter 1, 1 says, the, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. You know what fasting does for me? Fasting makes me dunatos. Fasting makes me stronger. Fasting makes me mightier. I promise you, if you've been a Christian and you haven't really fasted before, I promise you you haven't experienced full dunatos in your life. And I love this in scriptures, it's Nehemiah chapter four, it says the Jews who lived near the enemy came and told us again and again, they're gonna come from all directions and they're going to attack us, they're going to get us. And they said it again and again, don't tell me what they're gonna do, tell me what you're going to do. So I placed armed guards behind the lowest parts of the wall in the exposed areas. You know, during 21 days of prayer and fasting, the Holy Spirit's going to expose your heart. As he inspects your heart, he's going to expose your heart. And when he exposes your heart, man, you got to stand guard. But that's why it's so crucial to fast with us, to fast with the body of believer. That's why it's so powerful in February to get into a small group. After 21 days, you're gonna be feeling strong. You're gonna be feeling mighty. You're gonna feel like you can take on the world. But then the attacks come, and you're gonna say, "You know what? I need help." Get into a small group. But I love this. They say I stationed the people to stand guard by families, armed with swords, spears, and bows. And then I looked over the situation. He inspected. I called together the nobles and the rest of the people, and I said to them. Don't be afraid of the enemy, but I want you to reflect. I want you to remember the Lord who is great, who is dunatos, who is glorious, and I want you to fight for your brothers, for your sons, for your daughters, for your wives and your homes. Here's what I want to ask you to do. Will you fast for 21 days? I want to ask you starting tomorrow, what I'm going to ask you, will you inspect? Will you allow the Holy Spirit to inspect your heart? Will you reflect, but also will you fight? Will you fight against principalities and darkness? Will you fight the good fight of faith? And you might say, Pastor, how do I fight? We do it by faith, pray, by praying and fasting. We do it with a Bible reading plan. Read your Bible every single day. If you don't want a Bible reading plan, get a Bible devotional. Oswald Chambers, one of my favorite ones. There's so many out there. But also serve. We got a serve day coming up next week. Serve. Serve your community. Serve at Avenue Church. We're now doing set up and tear down on Saturdays if you don't want to attend on Sundays. But also get into a small group. But I want to ask you, church, will you allow God to inspect God, change my heart. God, I don't want to go to 2021 the same way I went into 2020. But God, I want you to change my heart. Father, I want you to give me scriptures that I can reflect on. I know this is not going to be a quick fix, this is something that's going to be a catalyst for my faith. And God, help me to fight. Help me to fight the good fight of faith. For many of you this week, your faith, Took a hit. Because the things that we've seen on TV, that was not Jesus. That was not godly. But many of us, man, we got to fight. We got to rally together. And I love that Nehemiah, he inspected what was taking place. He expected the exposed areas. But then he said, you know what? We need to remember that this is God's city. We need to remember this is God's promise. And we need to fight for our brothers and our sisters our wives and our children will you fight with me for 21 days will you pray and will you fast will you begin to ask god god what what do i love more than you is it sweets is it tv what's distracting me what's numbing me and i want you to fast that for 21 days we're going to have video devotionals we're going to have prayer time we're going to have a worship night it's going to be a powerful month because we're believing for a dunatos year for you and for our church. As I want to pray with you today, with every head bowed, every eye closed, no matter where you're at, may I want to pray with you today. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you. God, thank you for this church. Father, I'm so honored to pastor this church. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. You begin to silence the voice of the enemy. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus over the next 21 days as we pray and as we fast. That, God, you do a work inside our hearts. That, Father, I pray, inspect us. Father, search us. And, Father, I pray, help us to reflect on your word. Father, I don't want to reflect on social media. I don't want to reflect on the news. But I want to reflect on the living word of God. Your word is sharper than any double-edged sword, Father. And, God, I pray the mighty name of Jesus. We're going to fight against principalities and against darkness in Jesus' name. And maybe you're watching this today. And you feel like you don't have any hope, like you don't have any purpose in your life anymore. And you're saying, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want you to pray this prayer right now with me. Say, dear Jesus, say, thank you for paying for what I did. Say, thank you for dying on the cross. Say, I repent of my sins. Say, be Lord of my life. Say, the best way I know how, I'm going to live for you. I now know who I am. I'm saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. Come on. I want you to give God a clap. I want you to put in the comments right now, if you gave your life to Jesus, text me at 702 uh, 80. 702 702-727-8280. I'm pumped. I'm excited because this year is a dunatos year year. Watch what God's going to do in you and through you. I hope to see you again. Love you.